to episode 20. This is Shamina podcast called Two Quick Things. Hopefully you enjoyed last week's episode. If not, here's another shot for you to enjoy one or you can go back at the last 19 episodes to get your life. The last few weeks have been overwhelming at best. So my first quick thing is about being overwhelmed. I have to remind myself regularly that I am human and obviously I am human in like human form and I have, you know, thankful to have arms and legs that work and function for me and be in my right mind most of the time. But I was overwhelmed. A lot happened. There was a death in our family that we had to, you know, obviously had to, wanted to show up for family and the the loss of any life is hard. Um, we got in a car accident, but hit by a car, um, right before that, uh, the weekend before that. And it just, there's a, an automatic mode that I go into. And I know other folks go into this too, where you just, you kind of seal off and you do damage control. You think, what are the things that I need to get through this, these next few hours, these next few days? And we don't pause to take stock of the fact that we are hurting or that the shit is overwhelming and it's tough and it's easier to keep going and keep moving because if you stop and think about it, it's going to be painful or it's going to distract you from moving forward. All of these things. um, But sometimes it's so important to stop. And I, I do this. I don't do this. I am, if I said I would do it, it did it, it would be terrible. Um, but I don't do it because it becomes this protective, what do I need to do to get to the next step? I can be emotional. I can talk about it later. I can, you know, carry the weight of this for so long before you kind of feel like you snap at somebody or that you're going to snap at somebody if they say the wrong thing or look at you the wrong way. And I was very much, um, was and probably am to some degree still like on the brink of feeling like I'm about to pop off on somebody. So I I just need one person to look at me wrong, say the wrong thing, and I'm going to um, annihilate them with my words uh, because I don't, I choose not to use these warm chocolate hands on anybody. But I've been really in my head about okay, how do I do this self-care thing that is is the buzzword of the decade uh, without trying to spend extra money? Um, Where am I going to get the time to do this? The stuff still has to get done and I still have to be responsive to life and to work. But how do I take the time to care for myself in a way that feels authentic? Um, It feels like it's not going to cause more stress financially or I'm not going to give up time doing something so that I can, you know, tend to myself. And then I can really find a place to start to feel whole again and to put those things, resolve the things I need to resolve and take the pressure off of myself to do them quickly, to do them, quote unquote, right, because that's that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to do them quickly, efficiently and do them right the first time. And there is a pressure that there's this means um, low key. I forgot to say happy black history month. I've been saying that all week at work um, and I will continue to say that. So happy black history month. But there's this thing that uh, black women have 
And if you in case you didn't know from my Bitmoji, I'm black. I feel like I say that every episode, but in case you forgot, the sister's black. Uh, but there's this thing where we're supposed to be strong all the time. We're supposed to be the matriarchs of our family and the pillars of the community. And the whole like hashtag believe black women is so real. I say that so many times in a given week, it's not even funny. One of these days, these folks are going to believe me when I say things, because I, I promise I'm not saying things just to try to be right. I'm saying this because either my spirit is telling me this, I'm manifesting something in there because apparently my manifestation skills are on point. Um, I learned that this weekend in kind of crisis mode. But there's something about us having to be so strong. And if when there's that, there's those memes that are floating around, like check on your strong friends, check on black women that, you know, like for real, for real, check on us. We're out here doing a damn thing and we're not communicating um, because the world around us tells us that we have to be strong and hold everybody else up except for ourselves. Check on your friends. Um, it's so crucial to ask the question in an authentic way. Um, I'm not really here for the, how you doing? Fine. Okay. I've been starting to tell the truth when someone's asking me, like, how are you doing? And I'm like, you know what? Today's kind of shitty. I have a little bit of an attitude and my feet hurt. But, you know, other than that, I'm, I'm doing all right. But it's a struggle, you know, sometimes. And there's not space for us to really communicate that out because there's a vulnerability that we haven't necessarily been taught to do, to engage with, if you will. There's a, you must present like this because the world around you is here to beat you up. And so you have to be stronger than the world. And that is, it's exhausting. It is exhausting to feel like I don't know when I can cry or when I can be myself or when I have to combat the, the angry black woman syndrome. Um, and there's these, the, I've said it before and I will continue to say it. There's these small insidious ways that people will communicate that. And then for me, it makes me pull back and not want to engage with those folks, to be real honest, because I'm like, what I don't want to do is fight about something that's not a fight. I don't want to have to justify those things about myself and the way that I communicate, the way that I engage, the way that I go about living my life, really. So if I have to eliminate that, um, then I, I there's times when I have to work on that self-preservation. And if it's between me and you, I'm going to win. It's going to be me. Um, that sounded very much like sync. It's going to be May, but it's not May yet. Anywho, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, that's a lot of stuff that's just happened. And I'm working really hard at giving myself permission to acknowledge feeling overwhelmed and to stop and pause and breathe and to ask myself how I'm really doing, um, make less commitments to do things after work or on the weekends and commit to myself to chill and say like, it's normal to be overwhelmed. So those times where I'm talking to myself, I'm like, this, it's normal to be overwhelmed. It's not normal to ignore it. But really, what, what can I do to help myself kind of manage that and navigate that space in a way that I don't feel rushed and give some patience and grace to myself? So that has been a practice. Over the, Again, the last few weeks have just been a lot going on. And there's small signs that the universe, and for the universe, for me, that means God is taking care of me and my family in significant ways. And so I, I'm vacillating between 
um, being overwhelmed and being grateful for the flexibility of other people, um, God rising to show who he is, because I already know that. Um, and I just, I need those reminders and to acknowledge and to show gratitude. So that has been this week. Quick thing number two, child, I have been f- trying to find a therapist for several months now. So I am a very much a believer in therapy, talking it out. Um, like I know how to pray. And I also understand that God put therapists on this planet for a reason. So I get it. I hear you. But I am trying to find what seems to be a needle in a haystack to be like all the way live. I'm trying to find a black female therapist that understands the dynamics of being LGBT identified. I don't even need the therapist to be themselves identify as LGBT. I just need to not see no like whack stuff on their website um, or like to have Googled them or look on like psychology today to see something that that makes me question like, "Mm, I don't know if that's going to be a place where I feel like I can just unload and let all of my stuff hang out. Um, The the other clinch is that I'm trying to find somewhere with my um, that takes my insurance because there is, I'm not going to give all of my medical information, but there's, there is some insurance plans allow you to be referred out, which means that you can still pay your copay for some things. Uh, and therapy is one of those. So another one may, maybe like a chiropractor or like if you need some special sort of like, I don't know, acupuncture, Eastern medicine type thing, there are some plans that do that. So trying to use the network that is there for me. So while I am certainly grateful for the insurance, I'm finding myself having to fight and advocate because I'm not getting, I'm not seeing what I need. Like on the websites, I, we are out there. I know there's a whole therapy for black girls website, which I love. I'm in the Facebook group. I listen to the podcast. They'll get a shout out in the notes of this section because Lord knows I've, I pay attention to that. And I chime in and I see other black women going through stuff, communicating things and, and talking things out like as much as you can in a, like a Facebook group. Um, but even hearing from black female therapists is like, I know that you are out there and how come none of y'all are on this insurance network? Like, what are we doing? I need y'all. So in addition to feeling overwhelmed, I'm like, can I just please have something, someone that looks like me and there's a, there's a commonness in the color of our skin and uh, how we show up in our, our gender identity. So that has been overwhelming as well. I'm finding myself in spaces where I'm having to like make phone call after phone call to say, this isn't working for me. What other options do you have? Because it's, to me, it's going to be unacceptable if they say we have no options. And I'm like, well, this is the option that I'm looking for. How do we get to this place? So if we're rolling back from a few episodes ago, I'm having to really advocate for myself to find what I think is going to be helpful for me to be able to navigate the world. I didn't think that I would have to do this in this way, but it's it's becoming a thing. And then I'm thinking, well, Lord, is this a sign for me to, should I be a therapist? Well, I can be like black, gay and out there helping the ladies like, you know, get their mental health together. Um, and I was like, no, not my ministry, but it has been presented a a challenge that I was not prepared for yet. I am ready to undertake because I know the importance and value of that. And so 
and I hate that I'm about to say this next part because I'm, I'm annoyed that I have to say it, but I know that I have listeners who are not black. Um, and so thanks for listening. Um, there's nothing wrong with um, white therapists, but this it's just not the same. Like the dynamic is not the same. The conversation is not going to be the same. I want to be able to show up authentically as myself. And there are some spaces and things that I need to talk about that I'm looking for like a chocolate face to talk to about. Because if I talk about the microaggressions of being black in the world or like out in the community or at work, that's not something like I want more than an empathetic face. I want someone that's going to be like, girl, me too. Like, I, I hate that. It, I want somebody to say, like, girl, me too. But at the same time, I'm like, if you say that, like, I'm going to be in fetal position crying. So there's there's just something about the, the, the community um, of being with. Uh, black women for me as a black woman that is so unique and so powerful and I am thirsty for it so I, I'm gonna fight to get it and I'm, I'm, I'm in this fight for as long as it takes for me to get what I think will help meet my needs but yeah it has been so on top of feeling overwhelmed um, this last bout of kind of reaching out to see if there are any new therapists in the network that I'm trying to work with it's just felt like a lot. So um, that it sounds it feels kind of like a downer for Black History Month, but that's just where I am right now. I, I thank y'all for listening. I hope that you know that in the times where you feel overwhelmed, that I encourage you to really take a pause, take stock of that. And then like cancel plans if you need to. If you're like, oh, I made this commitment, change your mind, stay home, watch a documentary. Watch the fire festival, which is a, an entire mess. Um, watch. I just watched a documentary. It's called Abducted in Plain Sight. It's on Netflix. Netflix. And child, ooh, if you watch it, please slide in my DMs and tell me what you think. Because I cannot. But I absolutely cannot. I flabbergasted, um, hoodwinked, run amok. I could not believe it. But that distracted my mind from feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> Looking at somebody else's mess made me think, Okay, my mess is not too bad. Thanks. But yeah, so when you have those times, acknowledge it, recognize it, and take a pause. Pay attention to those things because this is how people, sometimes how people get disease. You carry around the weight of this stuff. Then you all of a sudden you're tired and then you're sick and then you can't get well because you have, you're feeling like you need to be strong in all these ways and you don't have to be strong. I'm, note to self, Shamina, you do not have to be strong all the time. So Remember that as you're listening to this, you don't have to be strong all the time, and that's fine. That's all I got for you. I did not think this was going to go this long, but be that as it may. Um, you can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram under, if you search two quick things, um, I am on there. Feel free to slide into my DMs. You can listen to the show. If you're listening, you probably already know, either on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. And share it with your friends. Uh, shout out to my Midwest folks who, I don't know how y'all made it through this. Uh, well, all y'all didn't make it. May y'all rest in peace to 20 or so people who passed away from this polar vortex. And shout out to the black woman, of course, who got, I think, like 20 or 30 hotel rooms um, during like the, the coldest night of that polar vortex thing to... Um, uh, provide shelter for homeless people who were out in these streets 
just in the cold, like about to be fudge sickles and whatnot. So shout out to her. I'll link her. I'll try to link her and find her name and put them in the sh put her in the show notes because that is awesome. And here we are taking care of people that we don't even know. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, so feel free to leave me a review, a rating. You don't have, you can, you don't have to, I'm going to keep doing the show, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, and that's it. Take care of yourselves and that's it. Thank you.